Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Insurance Solutions for Retirement. I'm your host, Bill Decker. And as you know, we've been in the month here of February, and we've been talking about long-term care. And this week, we're going to delve into a little bit of how to pay for long-term care. And then next week, we're going to wrap up this uh, series of tidbits on long-term care with how to shop policies. But we're going to dig, dig in a little bit deeper this week on how to you know, pay for long-term care if that turns out to be the option that we, we got to go with. And when we're thinking about that, there's a lot of ways, you know, looking at it. Number one, if you're thinking of self-insuring for yourself, why, where, do we, where does the money come from? <clears throat> and for a lot of us, you know, as we sit here and look at it, I might have some assets here in stocks. I may have some of my 401k that I may not need, you know, for retirement income. I want to set that aside. So we're kind of going to just take a delve in and look at some of those options and, and how they kind of play out against each other. So if we're thinking about the, the idea of just, I just want to self-insure. I don't want to work with an insurance company. You know, looking at stocks. I've got, you know, some stocks here that I haven't touched for whatever reason, and I'm going to kind of sit there. It's a great idea. The money's kind of sitting there on the sidelines. One thing to keep in mind uh, if you're look at, looking at stocks is it is something that we're putting it aside. We're kind of defining what we want to accomplish with that money and make sure that if we do choose the stock route that, hey, that money, the stocks are going to be there. You know, anything tied to the market always has the ability to go up and grow. On the downside, it can also lose value. And then when I need the money for care, it's not there. So it could be a great way. Um, you know, and if you've got some extra money laying around there and you're not that concerned about it, putting it in something relatively safe, not quite as volatile, or, you know, if you do see some volatility taking place or losing value, that it's kind of easy to move around. You know, mutual funds, that, that, that type of thing, really the same kind of advice. You know, I sit down with some people and say, hey, you know, I've, I've put money away. I've got money stashed away in CDs, money markets. You know, great. It, it, it's there. I know if I need care. Hey, when we're thinking about planning for care, if we're looking at it, today's expenses, just to give some dollar amounts around it. You know, when we're recording this episode, we're here in uh, February of 2019, and we're looking at, uh, I'm here in Southern California, so I'm coming at it from that perspective, and the numbers are going to change a little bit nationally, but if you look at what Southern California is, if you're looking at a full-time care facility, you know, six $7,000 a month. Is is in that in in that area? I mean, there's some beautiful places that are running you know ten twelve thousand dollars a month up uh, up the coast and on the beaches. But you know, here we're, where we are in you know, Southern California area, that's really pretty. You can find quality care in, in those type of facilities for running about six seven thousand dollars a month. I bring that to your attention because if we just run out the numbers real quick, say we need it for a couple years. If we look at uh, 6000 times 12 months for every year, that's $72,000. So I might want to be able to put aside from doing the numbers, you know, 70000 excuse me, 142000 150000 for two years. I'm thinking I want to fund for three years of care. We just make those numbers work accordingly. And then, of course, there's always the option here. You know, if, you're, if you've paid off your home, uh, you're not worried about leaving that to uh, any relatives or heirs. Then a reverse mortgage is also a way, you know, to pay for care and, and looking at one way to, to get the funds to pay for care. So 
for those thinking out the self-insured part, those are some great ways. Um, you may have some other assets, some other real estate, other ideas laying around. So, but if you're self-insuring, that's kind of what we're looking at. You're, you know, taking something, an asset, kind of assigning it. I want to put this aside for my long-term care. One tip, regardless of what choice you make, when you do make a decision on what asset that it is that you want there to be there for your care, make sure you let someone else know about it. Because if they don't know about it, and you've kind of set it along, and there's no directives to let them know, no medical directives, you know, no power of attorneys to let this plan play out that you've put in place, it's kind of going to defeat the purpose of actually making the plan. So, you know, the episodes here, we do talk about insurance solutions for retirement. So now we're going to delve into a little bit of some of the insurance options that are available. Long-term care policies. You know, we look at these long-term care policies and the industry has changed dramatically, especially over the last few years. A lot of carriers don't offer long-term care. Some carriers that offer long-term care have had very large rate increases, you know, so premiums have gone up a lot. And others, you know, have been locked in there. And and some of the companies have just stopped selling long-term care. So those type of policies, those type of plans have gone through some changes here in the last several years. But the way a basic policy works, and I call this the you know, spending some pennies today to get dollars in the future. And what I really mean by that is let's put a hard dollar amount to that. Let's say I have a premium for my long-term care of about $3,000 a year. And I'm paying that $3,000 a year for the future to get a benefit of $3,000 or more every month to pay for my care. And I I just used a round number to, to kind of play that strategy out. Your case scenario is going to be on an individual basis. It's going to be, you know, health conditions. Can you qualify for care? How old are you when you make this decision that you think I need to take care of a long-term care plan for myself? Those are all going to be factors in when you're taking a look and comparing companies and, and what my costs are going to be. But, you know, it's safe to say that I really i am putting, you know, a small amount of money today so I have a large, much larger pool of money for me to work in the future. And the way these old long-term care policies used to work really is uh, it, would, it would be a pool of money. So I, I make a premium payment, um, you know, $3,000, $4,000 a year. And then I have a pool of money for a certain, you know, number of years, maybe, you know, $100,000, $150,000, $200,000, whatever I've, I've structured. And then when we look how that policy gets used, let's say I've got a pool of $100,000, and that money's there for 24 months. So if we just you know do the math and break it out, I get to use so much every month. If I don't use it, my pool of money will last a little bit longer. If my care costs are exceeding what my monthly benefit is, then I've exceeded that for that month, and that pool of money is really only going to last for the time frame that we set it up when we did the policy. One thing when you're thinking about looking at and doing care policies, I I like to remind you that uh, if you're Medicare age, and a lot of people are going to be Medicare age when they require care, not all, but a lot of them, you do have some long-term care with Medicare. You know, the first 90 days are covered, so an elimination, a good elimination period is 90 days, I think, when you're looking at those options. And that's really how long-term care policies work. Because the market in the industry has changed dramatically, the options have changed dramatically over the years, life insurance, with life insurance riders, 
has really become a great opportunity to look at funding your long-term care through life insurance. Most long-term care policies are already offered through life insurance companies anyway, but they've come up with these hybrid policies where your dollars are, I call it doing double duty. They're doing, you know, covering maybe my life insurance, but also having my long-term care insurance. One of the reasons that these are very popular for people and more and more people seem to be gravitating this way is because if you don't use the long-term care insurance during your lifetime, there's still a death benefit that gets passed along to a beneficiary, you know, either your spouse or, you know, whoever you've designated to get that money. With the old long-term care policies, unless there was really a return of premium rider put on those, it was very much like car insurance or your household insurance. Once you pay it, you never use it. It kind of goes away. And that, that's it. I was covered for that period of time, but those premiums are also gone. So if you're utilizing life insurance, it is one of the reasons that a lot more people are taking a look at that and saying, hey, you know what? I think I want to go this route because if, if I don't end up using this policy, at least those dollars are there. And if I need to access them like I can with a, you know, cash value life insurance policies, I also have some liquidity, you know, with those funds. So that's some consideration to take out when you're making your plan and looking at that. The other opportunity or, or way of paying for this is looking at annuities. Now, I know we've talked about annuities here in the past, and we did a whole series uh, in the month of January, you know, talking about different type of annuities. There are annuities that will allow you, you know, annuity, again, it's a contract to get your, you know, money to an insurance company to pay you some type of benefit in the future. A lot of annuity contracts today have the ability to access all of that cash if care is needed. Then they also have some riders built in for long-term care. And they also have some ability to increase the benefits or your payout if care is required. So there's a lot of variables to, that go into that and when you're looking at that. And swinging back full circle when we talked about earlier about, hey, you know what, I just want to self-insure. And I, you know, however I want to do that, whether it's, you know, stocks or, you know, just a regular bank account, kind of putting that money aside. Taking a look at some of these annuity riders or some of these options in the annuity market specifically for care purposes. Again, I was signing these dollars to do this. I want to take care of my long-term care in the future. There's a lot of features that are built inside of annuities that really are amazing and can let your dollars even last a little bit longer. And there again, just as with your life insurance policy that we're talking about, if for whatever reason you do not need to use the care, it's still part of your estate and that benefits or that money can be passed over to a beneficiary in the future. So I hope you found this interesting. I hope this was worth your time and listening to it. I know there's some really good information in here. If you have any questions, reach out to me at info at billdeckerins.com. Again, that's info at billdeckerins.com. Thanks for joining us this week, and we will talk to you next Monday on Insurance Solutions for Retirement. Have a fantastic week.